Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming David Cook. David, a T6 paraplegic, is a virtual and on-site speaker, a certified business coach, and an award-winning author of the book, Getting Undressed, From Paralysis to Purpose. In his book, David encourages the reader to keep moving forward regardless of life's challenges and to put purpose into action by helping others. David suffered a spinal aneurysm at the age of 15. David earned a Bachelor of Business Administration in Finance from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater and an MBA in finance from Duke University. After leaving the corporate world of banking and finance, David spent nearly 25 years in education, including 17 years at his alma mater, Marquette University High School, teaching economics and serving as the diversity director. David's basketball coaching career is distinguished. Highlights of his coaching career include serving under Coach K at Duke University, representing the United States in Estonia and Finland with coaches Frank Martin and Guy Rancourt, and serving as the head coach at Marquette University High School. Most recently, David has served as an assistant coach at Concordia University in Mequon, Wisconsin. As a speaker, David has shared the stage with Elizabeth Smart, Jordan Montgomery, Ron White, and many others, providing inspiration and insights with audiences throughout the United States. David and his wife, Mary Pat, reside in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Welcome, David. We are excited to have you on the show today. First, I just wanted to say how much we enjoyed your book, Getting Undressed, From Paralysis to Purpose. Can you give our listeners a brief overview of this book? Sure. Thanks. First of all, thanks for having me on your show. It's always an honor for me to be with people and to share a little bit about my story. Uh, The book, Getting Undressed, From Paralysis to Purpose, it's really a, my memoir, and it takes a look at many of the significant events in my life after having a spinal aneurysm at the age of 15, which left me a wheelchair user. And it takes a journey, takes you on a journey from paralysis to purpose and how important it is to have people in your life and mentors and people along the way to help you get to fulfilling your purpose and most importantly, serving others. Definitely. Well, Ted and I have both read your book and thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely. It's a book we recommend for all our listeners to listen to. Yes. And again, getting undressed from paralysis to purpose. I know that it was hard for me to put down. I read it in one sitting, which I was saying I don't normally do. There was just so many good things. I had my highlighter out. So many messages in one book that I just really dove into and One thing that I kind of want to say is just right or wrong, it just seemed like you had such a positive attitude with all of your circumstances and struggles and easy to say, but is that true? You just seem like a very positive person knowing where to go for your strength and 
How do you think that came about? Where do you get that from? Well, there's a couple of things. One comes from my parents. I owe them a lot for instilling in me that there's always a positive side to everything. They instilled that in us by example, uh, coming from some very difficult background situations and not allowing that to keep them from being the best version of themselves. And my faith is very important, believing that God always has what's best for me in mind, even though I may not understand it all, all the time. Absolutely. And then lastly, I've had some great friends and people in my life who have supported me along the way and were there when I did need the help and were there when I did get discouraged to keep me from moving on. I think that you can have a positive outlook and still have some moments that aren't so positive, and that's okay. But you move past those and understand that you want to embrace the possibilities and not the impossibilities. Yeah, I love that. And that's not an easy task. I know one message out of your book is you do talk about being strong, but needing people around you and positive people. And this book just covers so many aspects. I feel like it's personal and individual, but it can also obviously relate to the business world and helping people be successful. Ted. You talk a lot about your ability to build relationships quickly with people has really helped you in your career. Can you kind of explain the importance of these relationships and how it relates to businesses and and perhaps even with dealing with employees within the company? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that relationship building is the key to successful leadership because you are establishing a team where you have to have trust, where you have to have defined roles, and where you have to have accountability. All of those things are part of building relationships. There's a certain amount of vulnerability that is involved in that too. It's risky having relationships because you don't know if they're going to work. But without taking that step, you don't get the benefit of the relationships. And relationships are a two-way street. They grow both people or all the people involved in those relationships. And the rewards that you get from knowing that someone really cares about you and is concerned about your success, whether that's in an organization or an athletic team, is huge. And to know that you've got someone sitting to your right and to your left, that when it's time to go to battle, when it's time to get that deal done, when it's time to close that deal, that they're going to be there with you and for you, that's invaluable to me. It really is. And I read that in your book. And personally, I have family and my close friends that I depend on. I feel like maybe as I've gotten older, my circle has gotten smaller. And sometimes that doesn't bother me, but I think you do need to not stop reaching out and meeting new people. And not everyone has to be lifelong friend, but those relationships, like everything has a purpose. And I think people are what makes the world go round and we have to reach out and utilize each other and help each other, I guess, be there for each other. So that's kind of a takeaway that I realized from reading your book. Yeah, I I agree. I think that one of the things that we struggle with as, as humans is that there are seasons in our lives. And sometimes people are there for seasons and not for the entirety of your life. And to understand that and to get past that and not take that personally is a growth process. I'm like you. I wish everyone that I know I was close with, but I'm not. But that's okay. And as long as your circle is complete with whoever's supposed to be in there, then you're fine with that. But life is about seasons and seasons change. And As long as you are being loyal and committed to whatever you're in right now, because that's all we can really do, 
maximize the relationships that you have right now because they're the only ones you have. I like the way you put that, the seasons. That I think is just a perfect way to put it because our lives change, right? And it's a little bit different every season, as you put it. And I think that's a great way of really kind of looking at that. And also with our employees, you know, when we're dealing with our employees as far as safety and stuff like that, there's different seasons for them too. And it's important for us to understand the other side of it too, not just from our perspective, but also from other perspective. Right. I do. I love the seasonal part too. And Ted, you bring up a good point, how building those relationships with your employees makes a big difference on how you interact, how you help them, how you run a company. So that's all, all very important. David, your company, David Cook's Enterprise, is, is a consulting and coaching organization where you help businesses and individuals put their purpose into action. Can you talk a little bit more about the approach you take with your clients? Yeah. What I try to do when I'm coaching or even speaking is try to in- identify what our desired outcomes are before we even get started. And I like to know where we're headed <laughs> before I get in the car, so to speak. <laughs> and then from there, we begin to just take a look at the current situation, the structure of the organization. Where are your deficits? Or what are the issues that you're trying to solve? And then we begin the process of standards and accountability and structures and reward systems and incentives, all of those things that are important. A relationship. Who's on first and what's on second? Is, is there someone behind third? And how can we make all these things work together? I think the one thing, whether it's a small company or a large company, is that teamwork becomes vital to the success of an organization. Absolutely. And we start with understanding that we have one goal. And whatever that goal is, it needs to be measurable, it needs to be accountable, and it needs to be sustainable. And we try to establish that on a personal level and then on, on a large scale as well. So that's kind of the approach we take. And it's pretty successful. It's interesting. You find out a lot about your team when you begin to ask questions. I ask lots of questions. Yeah. Barb's good at that too. <laughs> I drive Ted kind of crazy sometimes. That's how I learn, right? I love asking questions. <laughs> yeah. When you're coming into an organization, I mean, you can do your homework, but you really don't know the people. You don't know the ins and outs of everyday uh, life in that organization. And the only way you can do that is ask. And hopefully the people that you're asking the questions to don't become offended and don't think that you're picking on them, but you're really trying to get answers to questions so that you can move forward. Right, exactly. It comes from a good place. Yes, absolutely. You know, David, you talk about the champion mindset. What exactly is that? Well, a champion mindset is a mindset that has developed daily habits that are winning. You can't have a championship mindset without developing the habits to get there, without having the work ethic to make that happen, without the continuing education of that process. I think sometimes we think championships or winners never lose, and that's not the case. We just saw this year in the NCAA tournament how rare it is to have an undefeated champion. That doesn't happen all the time. And I think you win when you learn. And as long as you're learning, you're winning. And as long as you are keeping your standards where they need to be, and there's a certain amount of excellence and expectation that comes with a championship mindset. I just don't think I ever lose. I know people don't understand that. If I'm not winning, I'm learning. And if I'm learning, I'm winning. So in my mind, I'm always winning and growing. I recently interviewed someone on my podcast, Paralysis to Purpose, and he was a very successful coach in basketball. And I asked him, how is it that you stayed on top for so long? And he said, the key to staying on top is growth. 
if you aren't going to continue to grow and get better, he said, sometimes teams get complacent because they won for so long. But once you stop growing, you lose your ability to stay on top and win those battles. So those are things that I think are key to having that championship mindset, having a winning culture. It's not necessarily always about what it is that you do. It's also about what it is that you don't do that creates that environment of winning and that mindset of being a champion. I agree with you. I coach on a very small level, a eighth grade football team. And a lot of times I find the times we lose are more important than when we win because we get a lot out of that. And I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. And being able to learn, like you're saying, from what happened is the most important part. It'll make us better in the long run. Yeah. I think that's when we're most willing to learn is right. after we've not been successful. Humble, right? We are humbled and we're at the point of, you know what? I think I need to listen now. <laughs> So I got to ask you, what was it like to work with Coach K from Duke University? That <laughs> had to be a tremendous... Ted wanted to ask that from the get-go here. So yeah, I'm I did, surprised I mean... he's waited so long. <laughs> he's been itching. Uh, that's pretty good. That's funny. i tell you what, for your listeners, I was fortunate enough to get my MBA at Duke University. And I was there in the early 90s when Duke had Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley and for winning national championships. Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just never heard of those guys. The shot. Yeah. Grants, right? Yeah. And I was so fortunate. Timing is so important to success. And I just happened to be at the right place at the right time and was able to be a part of that program. And I learned so many things. When you talk about winning, there's a couple of things about Coach K that I continue to find remarkable. One is that he continues to have a standard that he expects players to come up to. He never moves his standard down. If anything, his standard is moving up. The second thing is his attention to detail. Everything is important, from filling water bottles like I did, to wiping the floor, to doing film sessions, to finding out how the players are doing in class. All of that's important. There is nothing that is not important. And then the final thing was the relationship building. His ability to connect with his players and to let them know that he really cares about them is why they play so hard. I'm convinced in a corporation or anywhere else, if the people that are around you that you're responsible for working with know that you really care about them, watch how much their productivity increases. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They will go through a wall for you if they really know that you're concerned about their overall well-being, not just how they can help the company grow, but how you can help them grow. When they know that, boy, you've got a great, great situation to have real success. You're exactly right, David. I remember one situation where I had a iron worker who for many years kind of had that little bit of a battle here and there going back and forth about safety. And I remember one time very clearly I was talking to him or I was talking to another person about, hey, you got to do this. And I remember him going up to that person going, hey, just shut up. Ted actually cares about us. Do what he's asking because he wants to see us go home. And it was just that difference of caring, like you're talking about. And I think that that is sometimes lost in the workplace, but it's something that we need to make sure if we want to be successful, for everybody to be successful, we need to do. Very true. Absolutely. I have a question, something that I read in your book that just stuck out for me. Coach K and the culture that he tried to create, you said that he was demanding without being demeaning. I loved that. I just think so many times we can put that in a coaching player aspect or the business world. It's okay to be demanding and ask a lot of your player or your employee. But if you do it the way you do it, 
it makes a difference. So to do it and not be demeaning, can you explain how this approach could help business leaders? Yes. I think that one of the characteristics of a great leader is to be compassionate. Because I think compassion goes a long way if that is the foundation from where you're coming from. Like you said, I think there's nothing wrong with being demanding and demanding at a very high level. But to maintain the human dignity of the people that you're talking to and to know how to build them up, I think building up people is the key to having them understand the demands that we're placing on them. You don't have to cut somebody out every two seconds in the gym. You don't have to swear at them. You don't have to tear them down in order to get them to understand what you're saying. And I just think that that's important. And again, sometimes as leaders and in business, we need to put ourselves in the position of the people that we are about to talk to before we speak with them. Because sometimes we have very difficult choices and decisions as leaders that we have to make. When I was coaching basketball, making cuts was one of the most difficult things that I had to do. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like telling young men that they did not fit uh, what we were looking for and that they may have to look for other options. But I had to do it in a way that they understood that it wasn't a personal decision. It was a decision based on the needs that we have and based on the opportunities that we have. And I think we've got to be a little bit more sensitive to that and comprehensive in our approach when we do have to have those difficult conversations because they're people. They're just like you and I, and they have feelings, they have emotions, and, and we just need to be considerate of that because we can be demanding without being demeaning. Very true. And it's funny, there are times when my players, they would say, that did he just yell at us? They weren't <laughs> sure if I yelled at them or not. And I love that because that means they got the message and it didn't go too far. Yeah, and I think like you said, the approach that people take, right? You can get a good message yes. across, but it's all in the approach. And obviously, as a business person and a coach, you have so much to offer. I could go on and on. Yes, you <laughs> I could. I have so many questions, <laughs> really. But you know where we are now, David. I want to thank you, first of all, for sharing your story. And now it's time for us to have a little fun with you, as you know. As we talked about, it's important to have a positive outlook on what we're doing, especially in health and safety. And that's why I'm the positive safety coach. But it's also important to have a little bit of humor. So are you ready for a couple uh, jokes? Uh, yeah, you're going to be telling them, right? Because you know, I'm not going to get those. Well, I am. <laughs> if you have one at the end, you can throw it in. <laughs> We're not yeah, professionals I, 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 by any no, means. No, no, we are not. That's <laughs> funny. What happens to a frog's car when it breaks down? What happens to a frog's car when it breaks down? <laughs> yeah, like, yes. like ribbit, like frogs. <laughs> like Kermit. Ribbit. You know what? I don't know. (laughs) It gets towed away. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's what these jokes are like. (laughs) Where did you find that? (laughs) (laughs) We don't tell our secrets, David. Not on the show, at least. (laughs) Okay. Give me another one. Okay. We have two more. Okay. How is Christmas like your job? It keeps paying forward. Oh, well, that's a good one. So how is Christmas like your job? You do all the work and the fat guy in the suit gets all the credit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. That's from the banking days. Yes, I do understand that. (laughs) And I'm going to steal this last one from Ted because we were driving to church the other day with our kids and we were practicing these jokes (laughs) on them. Okay. This one, I just, it made me cry. It was so funny. Maybe it was the timing of it, but here we go. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? 
the green grape to the purple grape. Why are you so sweet? Oh, that's good. No, he said, breathe, stupid, breathe. Because <laughs> he's turning purple. Because he's turning purple. Yeah, we didn't get it either, David. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to thank you for being on the show today and sharing with all your information. How can people get a hold of you and how can people get a hold of your book? Yeah, you can get a hold of me at my website, which is davidcooksbeaks.com. And you can order my book right on the website there. And I'll, if you want an autographed copy, that's where you go. Otherwise, it is available on Amazon. And then I am on all social media platforms. My handle is at DCE Speaks for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I also have a LinkedIn page. Very good. I just can't say enough about the book, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. And you know, one thing we didn't even get to talk about was your involvement in radio. So I'm just ending with, you have a great radio voice here. <laughs> yes, your, your time well, at thanks. UW Whitewater, right? That's right. I was fortunate enough to do that. And I love the four years of doing Christian radio and it's just been gifted with the voice that is unique. And so it's an honor and a, and a pleasure to do that. Well, your voice sounds great on our podcast. So we thank you again, David. Yes, thank you and have a super safe day. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week. 